Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Fox, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife, Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This Ugh. is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you could be listening to right now. I'm sorry, you should be listening to right now. Um, leave us a rating. <laughs> all right. Oh, no, dear. Sorry, I was just getting off a text message with one of my many kids. Uh, this is Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to leave a message. Be sure to leave us a rating or review uh, on a podcast app. I don't know. You take over, dude. I'm done. You got uh, yeah. <sighs> you shit anymore. Got a great partnership with CastBox. Leave us a, a review. Leave a comment. Maybe we'll respond with a, a, a heartfelt thanks, friendo. And uh, I'm serious. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Um, we're also on the Patreon at patreon.com slash Steve and Larson. Yes. Re- our uh, contribution <laughs> tiers, rewards, all that. See, now this is all Ooh, this wait, look, look, look. Care package. $20. Look at all that crap you Yes. Get. What a bunch of crap. Yes. I'm late on the, I'm late on the March uh, care packages. All right. Because I had to reorder. I forgot that we were running low on comics. And so I had to reorder, and they're they've already been shipped. They're on their way very shortly. They should right, be here, right. and everything will be ready we'll to go. A packing station back there. I know. I'm going to get a thirty dollars Walmart uh, folding table. Well, you and like a folding some... table. I have like three in my garage. Oh, bring them. Okay. Well, I wasn't aware that we needed one. Do you, would you do you want square or do you want rectangular? Rectangular, please. All right, it's a little narrow, but it's, it should be fine. That's fine. Yeah, All I right. just need something to put stuff on. All right. Good. Anyways, thirty dollars saved. Um, Whoa, that's an old one. PJ here in the Patreon chat says you should have drank your liquid method. Oh, that is. That's an old school one. Um, we're also on Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com. Oh, we're still doing this now? We're still doing the plugs? Yeah. <laughs> we are. All right. What are we here to talk about? 205 Live and NXT? Well, first, we got to talk about Pro Wrestling Tees. Oh, we no. Hold on a there. second. Yeah. Do you have a graphic for shirts? No. But we are doing. Look. Yes. Tomorrow is uh, the greatest, longest, largest. largest Royal Rumble. Yeah. We are going to be here live streaming our reactions to the entire goddamn thing. Well, not the kickoff show. Not the kickoff show, but, but the, the entire main, main card. card. yeah. Right. Very exciting. We're going to talk more about the controversy. On uh, Dirt Sheet, which uh, can go up right before the actual show starts. First the thing whole, tomorrow morning, you yes. know, women thing and Saudi Arabia and this big deal WWE's made. And ooh, it's, it's, I hate, I hate, why can't, I just want to talk about wrestling. I know. But like we end up having, like there's a necessity to talk about this yeah. stuff because it kind of affects the very business we're talking about. I know. Um, and so we're going to, we're going to dive into it. We're going to keep, 
sort of our personal opinions kind of to ourselves a bit. We're just going to sort of report on, on this stuff and maybe, I don't know, it's, it's going to be a mess. Anyways, that's my long way of saying. We got this live reaction stream coming up. Right. And yes. we, we figured, you know what, we're going to take this whole controversy, the fact that the, the women aren't going to be performing there, uh, and we're going to turn that into kind of a positive thing. So half the proceeds from our super chats that we received during this five-hour live stream, we will be donating to the St. John's Program for Real Change. Yes. It's a homeless shelter slash uh, empowerment uh, uh, sort of setup that helps homeless women and children. Uh, you know, it, it houses them and it tries to get them back on their feet. We think it's a great charity. It's a great cause. Yes. Uh, so that we're going to do that. Yes. Uh, one of our good friendos uh, tried to spread the word on Reddit. Did I tell you about this? Yeah, yeah, Did yeah, you yeah. see it? Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't look at it, but you told me about it yesterday. How, like it was being like partially downvoted because some people were saying this is like fake outrage or you, this is a publicity stunt. Like, man. We're not like we're just a couple of guys. We're we're yeah. trying to do we try to do good things. Yeah. If that ends up getting us publicity, then so be it. But I don't really, I'm not really looking for that. I'm we're not gonna go down there and be like, here's a giant ridiculous check. I'm just gonna find out how much we made on the super chat. Yes, and we'll find a way to donate directly. We're to, gonna to get the on website and that'll be it. And put it through. That's all we're gonna do. There'll be no big to do about. It's not a big deal. The check. We'll it's not just a big send deal. Them the money and that'll be it. <laughs> exactly. As much as I would love to find out how those giant yeah, checks are printed up. Yeah, how do you get a huge up. check? I will guarantee we could literally just Google print up giant sh- giant. But, but, but is it actually? Check. Can you take that to the bank and deposit it? That's what I would. No, say. the account number is a gimmick number. It's not a real number. See, that's what really is important. Like if you if I'm handed a giant check or I'm handing someone a giant check, I want it to be official. Yeah, I want them to be able to take that to the bank, cash it, vice versa. I'm going to take that to the bank and say. And try to slide it, you know, because now they got the bulletproof glass and stuff. So there's this little thing you kind of slide your right. checks into. Try to jam it through that little hole. You got to like, yeah, you like, I mean, you can't rip it. No, because yeah. it's probably about that thick. I mean, hopefully if it's like laminated, you can roll it up and maybe. But no, no I think those things stiff. are really, those things are like really, on yeah. foam They're core. foam, it's like this here. Yeah, like on foam core. Yeah. As our brick wall starts like waving because I, know. I, I didn't know it's if you canvas. noticed yesterday because the air was on. And I was looking back while I do a mat chat and you see the air kind of. Yeah, you know, waving <laughs> that about We're like whoa, contact tires on. Anyways, anyways, yeah. Anyways, anyways, let's talk about two hundred five live. Well, NXT. Sergio C says he hasn't gotten his care package since October. I got to write that. All right, down. while you're looking at that, I'll start talking about two hundred five live. Yes, please. Why? I I kind of wish that every episode of WWE television would have a gauntlet match. Every episode needs to happen because wow, there should be a gauntlet division. A t- yeah, ton yeah. of fun. A oh, gauntlet, a gauntlet belt. They're so great. Who's a better storyteller right now in the WWE than Mustafa Ali? Uh, maybe Practic- Johnny Gargano. Maybe Johnny Gargano. Maybe Gargano. But Mustafa Ali, oh, is, he's fantastic. Is king shit. That spot towards the end where he, he his he ate it on the steel steps. Oh, my, oh my gosh. Anyways, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, you are. So, episode kicked off with a, a gauntlet match preview. They announced all the participants in the match. Um, Mustafa Ali, TJP, uh, Drew Gulak, Tony mm-hmm. Nese, and Kalisto. Mm-hmm. Five men. Um, little interview bits with everybody. Yeah. Really set the stage. Um, everybody really uh, was able to, to, to articulate how important it was for them to get this opportunity to face Cedric Alexander mm-hmm. at Largest Rumble. Match kicks off Mustafa Ali, which we both thought perfect guy to start the match. Yeah, perfect guy. Yeah, um, taking on TJP. So in our predictions for the Greatest Royal Rumble, we had predicted incorrectly <clears throat> that Mustafa Ali would kick things off, which we predicted that correctly. But we figured he would last all the way until Drew Gulak, which we predicted, but we figured that would be all the way to the end. Yeah, yeah, and just the wear and tear on Ali, you know, having to go through three other men. Yeah, um, was just too much. In the end, Gulak would take advantage of all the punishment that had been inflicted upon Mustafa Ali mm-hmm. during the course of the match uh, and uh, tap him out. Yeah. So, I mean, we had that narrative kind of right, but it was just in back-to-back matches as opposed to the, the, the entire duration of those gauntlet matches. Yeah. So, uh, great match between Mustafa Ali and TJP. And uh, towards the tail end of the match, TJP starts uh, going after Mustafa Ali's left knee. Um, before that, though... We got a brief Cedric Alexander interview mm-hmm. backstage, picture in picture. We see him with Dasha, I believe. Mm-hmm. It was Dasha, yeah. And then the other screen, you get the match as it's going. 
you know, they. You I, see my point about what I made. No, the other yeah, day? yeah, it's it's a point we've been making for a long time that it would it would be a huge benefit to Cedric if they actually gave him, um, like a a a, a more fleshed out character. Yeah. I know, but I, I kind of wonder, like, given that Mustafa Ali has seemingly done that on his own. Yeah. No, I know. There, there's, 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 at, at some point, if you don't, I'll put it this way. At some point, if you don't want to be left behind, yet you, you got to take the initiative. No, I understand that. You know, this dude could literally get on his iPhone. I can do this right now. Get in the iPhone, cut promos once a week. It doesn't have to be elaborate like Mustafa Ali. You don't have to yeah, get yeah, some yeah, freaking yeah. film major. I think, I think uh, uh, Davari was doing some iPhone promo stuff too. At Twitter. least, at least it's, it's trying. Mm-hmm. That's doing something. Yeah, a DSLR is only six hundred bucks these days. Yeah, you know, find a friend. Well, getting a flight and an iPhone uh, camera looks pretty good. Looks pretty damn good, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. So you know, and then they got filters on there. Put it in black and white. Make it look cool. Yeah. But like, I just feel like it's, there's a little bit of character, character-wise, resting on the laurels. I know 205 Live is a is a is a, based on competition, but people need to give a damn about you. Exactly. And it's like, no, I understand. I give is. a damn about Mustafa Ali based exclusively what he does on the ring in the ring, but I care so much more than that because of his promos. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that was there because it was you know it was just there. But uh, meanwhile, back in the ring, we had Mustafa Ali, TJP. Yeah, at one point, uh, TJP puts Mustafa in the knee bar, um, and Mustafa has to scratch and claw, gets right. to the ropes, breaks the hold, um, and then eventually, uh, uh, Ali hits a tornado DDT, um, hits TJP with 054, picks up the win. Um, as soon as the pinfall is counted, he's grabbing on that left knee. Yeah. He's really selling it. Yeah, the damage is done. Yes. The damage was, yeah, it was done. So uh, next, Drew Gulak. Mm-hmm. He comes in, starts instantly working that knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many times did he have Ali in like a half crab? Like three, four times? Yeah. Um, but, you know, he would he would apply some punishment to the leg. Uh, Ali would always find a, an opportunity to reverse, get some offense in. But Gulak, whenever an opportunity presents itself, right back at the knee. Right. Um, towards the end, Ali hit another tornado DDT on Gulak. Gulak was in the position to, to, for the 054, but Ali couldn't climb the ropes. The knee was too damaged. Yeah. Gulak pushes him off the ropes. Spit on my laptop. Uh, and Ali takes a spill, and it looks like, because of the, the quickness of the fall, like his head just hit the ring steps. Yeah. It looked like it was more, probably his elbow. Yeah. But man, he's ow. he's He is a premier seller. He's a premier bumper. It's, it's, he knows how to take bumps. Just Him and AJ yeah. are the two best bumpers. Him and AJ, but then he's also a bit of a mixture of Roderick Strong as well, yeah. in that Roderick Strong, in my opinion, is one of the best like emotional sellers. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's, sell, when he's like hurting, it looks legit. It looks yeah. real. And Mustafa Ali's really good yes, at that. Yes, yes. The, throughout the entirety of this match, especially going down in the finish, Drew Gulak's trash talk was great. Mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. so He has done so well transitioning to this super villainous version of Drew Gulak. We thought that you know during the Enzo days, he would have made a fantastic face. I, I'm so happy that they're yeah. going this route. Yeah. This is the dude who can tap out anybody. Mm-hmm. They're really playing that up. He's the, the Dean Malenko of the cruiserweight yeah. division. Yeah. So uh, Mustafa Ali is out. Yeah. He is completely unconscious. Um, Gulak gets him in the ring, puts him in the Gulak. This well, this was messed up because he's out. Little Nate comes down and checks on him, and he's completely out. Drew Gulak comes down, doesn't care about all that. It's not looking for a countout victory or like a stoppage. Yeah, he grabs him, and it's so funny because like if he was legitimately out, they they, they, they throw up the do, X. They wouldn't let him do that. But he picks him up and. And Mustafa Ali does such a great job of just being dead weight, basically, mm-hmm. but still having to help him a little bit. Puts him in there, three count. He's come. Or no, no, yeah, he puts him in the dragon and sleep. Then that's right. Nate yeah, stops the stops the match. He, he doesn't even try to doesn't even try to pin him. He just puts him in the dragon yeah, yeah. sleeper, a dead body. The Gulak. Oh man, it was great. Little Nate calls for the bell. Match over. Drew Gulak advances in the gauntlet match. His next opponent. Tony Nice. Mm-hmm. So they got a feud brewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Tony Nice came out with a head of steam. He was going to do his counting the abs thing. He says, nope. Ripped off the vest. Yep. Sprinted down the ring. Beat the heck out of Drew Gulak yeah. for a good 10, 12 minutes. Hits Drew with a running niece. Pulls him to the center of the ring as if he's going for the pin, and he thinks it's twice about it. Mm-hmm. And he puts Drew back in the corner, goes for another running niece, but Drew rolls out of the way, yeah. And then Drew manages to get Nice in the gulag, 
Neese has to tap out. Mm-hmm. So Tony Neese, overcome with emotion, um, costed him the match. Well, yeah, it's it's overcome with emotion, and it's it's I don't know if you call it hubris, but it's it overcome with emotion in that he wants to go that extra step. Mm-hmm. It's not enough for him. It's not enough for him to win. He wants to, to his like own detriment. Yes. And I love that they're incorporating that story into Tony Nice right now. Mm-hmm. He gets a little bit of he gets a little bit of uh, a couple wins under his belt because I've been doing that. You know, he's living up. He needs to live up to his potential. And you know, he even did the thing when he comes down. He doesn't take out or he takes off his vest but instead of his abs. Yeah, he just goes down there. Um, Drew Gulak was played up as the smartest guy in his gauntlet match because after he takes out Tony Nice. Uh, that's Kalisto when Kalisto comes, comes down, and, and, and he is booked as the stupidest person alive. He is booked as the dumbest freaking wrestler because for a good five minutes, all Drew Gulak does is roll in and rolls out as soon as Kalisto gets near him. Yeah. Kalisto doesn't get outside the ring, and, nope. and Nigel McGinnis is saying he's got to take advantage. Yeah, he's got to do something right now. Yeah, and instead Kalisto just lets him. And it's funny because it's so video game oriented. He's like, he's letting his power levels get back up. Yeah. And every time he gets back out, he's getting a little more strong. And he's just extending his rest time, basically. And the entire time, this is like five minutes. Yeah, it takes a while. Kalisto isn't doing anything. He's just whining to the ref. And I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, yeah, this is yeah, so yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah. I was really hoping they would turn that into a, a Drew Gulag victory. Mm-hmm. And they came so close. But I get wanting to have Kalisto... Uh, because eventually he, you know, he does get back in and, you know, he, or I think eventually Kalisto. Oh no. Kalisto goes out to do um, a suicide dive. No, even before that, even before that, uh, Gulak gets back in the ring mm-hmm. um, and Kalisto hits him or something and Gulak rolls outside. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. The suicide dive spot where Kalisto goes to the suicide dive, but Gulak evades and then tosses him into the barricade. It was Ow. a great sell. It was a yeah. great, great sequence. Um, we had a Tony Nice interview or kind of where he was asked, you know, what are your thoughts on what happened? And he couldn't say a word. He was so angry walked off um, but at the end yeah Kalisto reverses the gulak and he sends gulak into the middle turnbuckle um, he does like a you know Kalisto does a Salida del Sol where he walks up the ropes mm-hmm. and just the move gets the win Supre Solina de Sol um, and then Cedric Alexander walks out to the top of the ramp holds up the title yeah show ends in a stare down well the uh, Lucha House Party comes out and they're shooting off little poppers oh, yeah, and stuff yeah, that yeah. was funny that was great but no <laughs> so I I get I mean so Granted, I still think the universal title is going to change hands. I'm yeah. not sure about you know anything else besides. I mean, obviously the the tag, the raw tag title is going to be decided there. Um, but uh, I I get the point of them wanting to maybe save the Drew Gulak story. Although I I hope that I'm not sure how the Buddy Murphy thing is going to play out there. Yeah, uh, during Cedric's interview, um, he was asked about Buddy Murphy. I remember that. I remember he said. I just I just remember he concluded it by saying. The age of Alexander. And I'm like, yet give us something else, man. I I know you're not feeling the age of Alexander thing. Yeah, I know. But give us a little fire, man. I know. He see it just feels like there's no zero fire there. And we've seen fire from him before. Yes. We know he can bring it. Oh yeah. So anyways, uh no, I I get the idea though that, you know, Kalisto is a real fun wrestler to watch. And that's what families are probably going to want to appreciate more than evil Drew Gulak. And maybe they maybe they just think, hey, you know, Drew Gulak is a really, really strong heel. If we want, like, the strongest heel, you know, the strongest heel in the division to pick up that title and have the, the faces chase him, it's going to be Drew Gulak. Maybe mm-hmm. they want to save that, mm-hmm. you know, Further down the line. for a bigger thing. I, yeah, yeah, I totally yeah. get that. Yeah, and let Cedric have a pretty decent reign. So Cedric, Cedric Kalisto, that's going to be a fun match. It'll be... 10 minutes, maybe seven minutes or something like that. Yeah. It's not going to be, but it'll you know, be fun. It'll be really good. It'll be fun. Anyway. So yeah, no, that was, it was a fun episode of two or five. It was gauntlet match, you know, can't go wrong with gauntlet. Can't matches. go wrong with that, man. Uh, NXT was a fun episode. Yeah, it was lots of, lots of stuff going on. Show opened, uh, probably about the best way possible. Undisputed era. They all walk out. Three of them carrying some gold. Yeah, Bobby Fish carrying that brace of his and on his leg. I still feel knee. like this was a pretty extended promo. Everybody got time on the mic. Mm-hmm. I feel like th- he needed to say, I'm okay with my title that I won mm-hmm. being around that guy's waist. Yeah. But the general theme was free bird solidarity. Freebird it when, uh, when uh, Bobby Fish is healthy. 
Yeah, maybe. But they're all kind of the same size. There's not I, like I, there's, there's you're really changing the mat, matchup a whole lot by switching out people, you know? Yeah. I mean, we're not going to talk spoilers, but we've got a match coming up with Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne for the UK title. I think it's for the UK. I don't know. Yeah, that's what, what they advertised it. Okay, they did. Okay. I really hope, and I'll be honest, I haven't really read the spoilers, but I feel like I would have heard. I really hope Roderick Strong picks up the UK title. I think that would be best. And then because then Bobby Fish can have his tag title back. Mm-hmm. If not like next week on TV, like at a takeover or something, yeah, yeah. Roderick Strong needs his own title because he didn't really win that one. Um, well, he helped them retain. He helped them retain. He had a part yeah. in them retaining it. So anyways, yeah, they come down. Kyle O'Reilly doing the air guitar. Now he's got nerdy Roderick Strong next to him. Egging him on. I'm I'm not huge on Roderick Strong as hype man. I feel like oh I thought it was great. Kyle O'Reilly. I, I thought it was great when Roderick Strong was dancing along to to uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Jimi Hendrix didn't have a hype man, and that's what Kyle O'Reilly. He's the Jimi Hendrix of NXT. I don't need a hype man. Don't Come tell on. you, man. I don't know. I feel I like think he's... He, I, don't I didn't take it as he was the hype man. I, I, I was taking it as he was enjoying Kyle O'Reilly's air guitar. It's not a hype man. He's not trying to get the crowd hyped up in an air guitar along. He's with coattailing. He's coattailing the air guitar. I appreciate it because I could see that Roderick Strong was into it. He was having fun. But just he really looked like he was having much fun when it was face Roderick you're ner- Strong. You're nerding up the air guitar, man. You need to back up. I just don't pay attention to what Roderick Strong's doing. How can I not? He's just he's like super into he's the not, frame. He's not all up in Yeah, he's in the business. No, he's, not. he's in the business. He's just kinda of bobbing his head a little bit. He did like a weird thing like that. That was all he did. I don't like it. Just don't pay attention then. Don't do it. Don't pay attention. Leave Kyle O'Reilly alone. He is leaving him alone. He's not. He is. Anyways, they come down. Adam Cole gets on the mic. At story time with Adam Cole, yeah. baby. Yeah. And uh, he says, we're undisputed. We've got all the titles. Then he hands the mic over to Roger Strong. No, says, no, no. Bobby Fish talked first. Oh, yes. Why, sonny? Why don't I have that title? Yes. I've got a bum leg, but still, that title's mine, sonny. Still, we're a unified force. Undisputed arrows, quite the Jim Dundee. Yeah, then Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong gets on the mic. He says, people are asking why, Roddy, why? I mean, it's kind of obvious. They just handed you a title. That's why. He says, this was fascinating because kayfabe explanation of a swerve. Yes. It's rare that we get that. He claims that during the match, during the match, without any forward secret negotiations with the other members of Undisputed Era. Yes, he said he had an epiphany. Yeah. That uh, he just knew. He knew that if he were to win the tag titles with Pete Dunne, at a certain point, Pete Dunne would swerve him because all Pete Dunne cares about is the United Kingdom Championship. That's true, and it's totally true. I thought I thought it'd been better if he said all Pete Dunne cares about is his other cronies in the UK. You know, I mean, there's the championship, sure, but come on, man, the bond between Pete Dunne and Roger Strong isn't going to be nearly as strong as British Strong Styles bond. Yeah. So eventually, he would find himself on the outside looking in. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But he didn't say that. He, said, well, he, he also cares goes on saying for so long it's been Roddy versus the world. world. But now, like, why take on everybody by yourself when you can have friends? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And then Kyle O'Reilly talked. Yeah. And then Adam Cole talked again. That'd be great if Roderick Strong said, half the time when Pete Dunne was talking to me during the match, I don't understand what he said because he has that accent and he's kind of a mumbler. Pete Dunne's a bit of a mumbler. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, then he gives the mic to uh, Adam. Well, Adam Kyle Cole, O'Reilly. Yeah, Kyle O'Reilly talks, and Adam Cole talks. Yeah, and uh, says, "I got a match against Oni Lorcan up next. I'm defending my North American title, but I don't need you, uh, fellow undisputed air members. I can beat Oni. Like I, he laughs it off. Yeah, he laughs off the possibility that he could lose to Oni Lorcan. Yeah, it's like yeah. like I need you guys to, I don't to beat need Oni you Lorcan. Guys. Exactly. And so undisputed air goes to the back. Out comes Oni Lorcan. Mm-hmm. For a ma- uh, in a match for the North American title. Yeah. Um, uh, Adam Cole takes his shirt off. He's got the rib tape. He's got the rib tape on, and man. I can't see him in rib tape without thinking of Chuck's tweet. No, me neither. It's hilarious. The, f- the weird thing is, so... Timeline-wise, does the universe of, of NXT... Does it claim... The, is, there any, is there any claims on to when... This takes place. Are oh, we... I think. I think. I think. In terms of the timeline, this would be two weeks after Takeover. When was Takeover related to us? Now, how two long? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah, it was on the eighth. Why is he still wearing rib tape? So I guess it'd be eighteen days ago. 
Yeah, why is 17. he still... He should not still be wearing rib tape. You've never had a rib injury then. Have you? Have yeah. you? You've worn rib tape before? Well, I've never been. I've never been in a situation where I had to wear rib tape, but I've had a bruised rib, and it hurt for a month. Okay, but also if you have a rib injury, you're not out there taking any sort of bumps. Okay, because right. like it like when I had a bruised rib, I sneezed, and it was the worst pain okay. I maybe ever in- felt. Okay, I should re- let me revise this then. Instead of relying on, now, I'm I'm assuming you weren't jacked then like you are now. No. Okay. But it wouldn't have mattered. Instead of relying on that anecdote, I think it would. Mm-mm. Is hold on, hold on a second. Is there a precedent in wrestling? Didn't DDP have rib tape for a month? <laughs> okay, there you go. That's probably. I think you're right about that. I think he had it. Like it became part of his costume. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. I'm asking the tough questions. All right. I'm giving you the answers. All right. Good. I've had rib injury before. It sucks. Glad we're able to figure it out together as a team. You know when I got that rib injury is when we were playing basketball. Did I elbow the crap no, out no, of No, 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 not you and I when we were, we were doing the rec league. Oh, oh, really? And I was trying to take a charge somebody. He dropped his shoulder right in my rib right here. Man. Bad move, man. Just move out of the Sneezing way. Sneezing was the worst pain. Move out of the way. Defense doesn't win championships. Well, I mean. Uh, Scoring points does. Yeah, I'm not very good at that, though. <laughs> oh, you're trying to, you're just trying to I'm trying team to be effort? A hustle player, you're trying man. to be. <laughs> Right I got the foul called on me. Yeah, too. I don't know why you were. I, why you didn't? I always was like, why isn't he shooting more? You should be shooting more. I'm a volume shooter. That's you're a problem. two. Yeah, you're you're our Westbrook. But when you're when you're off, you're off. Yeah, he's not much of a shooter though. No, he's not a very good shooter. He's a really good player, but he's not much of a shooter. Who's a who's a volume shooter? In the NBA now? Yeah, or historically. Rudy Gay was a, a volume yeah, shooter, but yeah. he, and he's a decent shooter. Yeah, yeah. you could have been already. I was gonna say Jimmer. <laughs> you in college, he was man, a you know, shooter. I mean, if you want to make an actual comparison, you're probably our Jimmer. There you yeah. go. It's not a good comparison. Where is he playing now? China? I think so. I think he's a baller there, too. Yeah, yeah, I think he's yeah. a baller everywhere except for the NBA. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So where are we? Only Lorcan still? Oh, yeah. We hadn't gotten past the first match. So uh, uh, Oni, of course, seeing that rib tape, that giant target yeah. on Adam Cole's torso. Just uh, concentrate his offense there. At one point, um, Adam Cole gets sent to the outside of the ring and starts grabbing and pointing at his ribs. Mm-hmm, yeah, it's like stop. Yeah, these hurt. No, it was great. Outruns, yeah, he was. Yeah, he out, was working those ribs. Outruns uh, uh, Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly with the trainer. Mm-hmm. Kyle O'Reilly throws up the X <laughs> when the trainer runs down. I didn't even notice. Yeah, How yeah, did yeah. I not notice he threw that? Up the X. I'm so sad about that. Yeah. So he's like all worried about Adam Cole. Looks up. Like this. Oh, I'm X. so sad I missed that. While the that. trainer uh, attends to Adam Cole. That's hilarious. Damn it. During that distraction, uh, uh, Roderick Strong picks up Oni, drops him back first across the apron. Yeah. Oni rolls back in. Adam Cole gets back in, hits the shining wizard to the back of Oni's head, picks up the win. Did Morrow call that the, the last, last shot? shot? He's also called the last shot. The, the last, last shot. shot. <laughs> Any Adam Cole finishing maneuver now last is the shot. last shot. Um, uh, Undisputed Era proceeds to attack Oni after the match. Danny Birch comes out to try to make the save. Instead, he's a super kick from Adam Cole. Yeah, did you notice when he ate that and he got down on the ground, he did the fake concuss thing? He went like this. <laughs> I didn't notice that. His head was up and his arm was up like this. I did not notice that. Prone on the ground. I I'm did like, not oh, notice that. Oh, that looks disturbing. Yeah, it was good. Anyways, no, highly entertaining first match. Yeah. Undisputed Era. Looking strong. I watched a fallout video from this. Oni Lorcan called them all scumbags. Mm-hmm. I like Oni Lorcan. Yeah, I do too. Oni rules. Um, next. Well, one of the themes of this episode of NXT is they're real, really highlighting uh, the NXT women's division. Yes. Um, and it, that kicked off with a Shayna Baszler video package, mm-hmm. which was followed up with a Bianca Belair video package. Mm-hmm. Yep. After that package, it was announced that uh, Bianca Belair will be taking on Candice LeRae next week. Yes. And that should be great. That should be amazing. Next, your favorites, Heavy Machinery. I, I, this is another, another match. Number, there was all sorts of wrong about this next segment, dude. Heavy Machinery versus Sabatellian Moss. Why would they break up Sabatellian Moss? I don't know. Oh, it's a terrible idea. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what it's their a terrible feelings idea. necessarily it's, are without each other. It, what is the what is like the closest to floor you can get? And I kind of feel like they're really starting to hit their stride in the ring. I know, me too. They're really coming together. Like th- this is so. I don't know. I've said before. I don't. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here, man. 
I don't feel like either of them have a terribly high ceiling in any regard, though. That's the problem. See, Riddick Moss is 28, but I think Tino is in his late or mid 40s. <laughs> he looks like a really, really well. He's only 34. Oh, my God. He looks 44. But like a really, really fit 44. Yeah. He's got a 44 year old's haircut. Yeah. I'll put it that way. At least Riddick Moss, he's young. He's yeah, young. he's under thirty. So Look at those traps! Oh, I know, man. Those he's traps. He's huge, are freaking hyped, huh? Um, yeah, but it seems like they need to be a tag team for at least another year and a half before mm-hmm. they do this, because mm-hmm. they were finally just really getting on TV regularly, really hitting their stride, doing some interesting work, um, and then they just break them up. They yeah. didn't really explore the relationship about why it's their Maserati and their suit. There was a lot they could have done there. Yeah. There was a lot they could have done there that could have, like, people... It just felt like an... It feels like an underdeveloped story. Like, they could have been turned into this, like, great underdog act. Like, they start off as these super arrogant, like, wannabe rich guys. Well, Tino is rich. Yeah. Probably Riddick isn't. Um, I know. I feel like they were hitting their stride in terms of, like, connecting with at least me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and yet, they, they're, they're breaking them up. Hopefully, this is a breakup that's going to lead to a reunion. Yeah. Because I don't... Yeah, I don't know why they're doing they're, it. They're, it's like sub Ty Dillinger ceiling that we're looking at for Maine. Mm-hmm, Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Mm-hmm. Anyways, after after Riddick Moss. Hey, what's the kayfabe reason for staying in a match if your tag team partner leaves you? Oh, why would you just so, roll out? So Riddick didn't re- like I know like Riddick didn't really have much of a choice because as soon as he turned around, he got trapped by heavy machinery. They laid yeah, him yeah, yeah. out so with the finisher. So the spot was that Riddick Moss goes for a tag. Uh, Tino hops off the apron, walks up the ramp backstage, yeah. leaving yeah. Riddick Moss to finish the match. But yeah, I know. In that situation, Riddick was like, what the heck is going on? Turn around. Right. He was trapped. But he I've seen it before. Him. Like Sometimes when people leave a match, they just try to keep on going. I'm like, screw that. This is a tag team match. I'm out of here now, too. You're going to leave. I'm going to leave, too. We're, we're together on this. <laughs> just we're not breaking up. We're if, leaving together. If you, if you, if you like no sold me on a hot tag and you just left, I'd be like, I'd get out of the ring immediately. You take that as a sign that we were both I'd be like, we're to both leave. out of here. Yeah. yeah. And not, it, not that I had left you. It's like, Oh, I forgot we were supposed to leave. <laughs> right. Exactly. Thanks for reminding me, Larson. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I don't know what this is about, but I'm with you, pal. Yeah. And then we get backstage and you're like, dude, I was leaving you. I'm like, yeah, I left me too. And then I get back out of the ring and I finished the match. <laughs> Well, if that's what you want to do, that's what you, that's too that's too much. Heavy machinery after that uh, got on the mic. Call uh, that War Raiders. Yeah. They're losing that one. I yeah, dude, I don't know. Their ceiling isn't high either. I don't like man, I don't like them. Otis perpetually has heart attack face. There isn't a face he makes that doesn't look like he's having a heart attack. I can see that. It's always like Are you okay? It's always Can you breathe okay? Are you breathing okay? Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I can't stand it. All the weird noises he makes. I don't know. Five years from now, I might be a huge fan of his, but not right now. Uh, next, we had a video package um, highlighting Nikki Cross, mm-hmm. Aaliyah, and Kyrie Sane. Yeah, two of these are amazing. One of them, I'm curious as to why she's still even around. I hope she does good, though. I like Aaliyah. I guess. She seems nice. I don't know. Whatever. I love Nikki Cross. Mm-hmm. Glad to see her again. Mm-hmm. Glad she didn't eat a black mass on the way to freaking SmackDown. I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> and then Kyrie Sane is amazing. She was yeah. ready for Maine five years ago, probably. Yeah. Um, next, we had a Dakota Kai interview where she was asked about what happened last week when she tried to leave the locker room to get some water. Oh, this was terrible for her. Yeah, because there, her she's like her gimmick now. Is just somebody who's just terrified and traumatized by like the champion. There, there. That's no man because you know this isn't like okay, Dakota. Here's the deal. This is gonna be your new gimmick. You're terrified of Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Okay, great. So that means like eventually I'm gonna overcome my fears. No, no. Yeah, no. If, if without no. without the second aspect, which you mentioned, the first aspect, this doesn't work. Right. Okay. So then, where does my character go? Into hiding. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This this is not like this is not gonna end good for her. No, they gotta have the second half of that story where she overcomes her fears and not necessarily beats Shayna, but stands up to her. I hope that has to happen. I like Dakota Kai a lot. Yeah, me too. I just didn't like what I saw last night. I'm like, I don't think they're I don't think you're gonna get out of this one. I no, think there's got to be a story there. The story is going to be she's not fit for the singles division because she's terrified. So she teams up with Nixon Newell because oh, they, they've be. been teaming together yeah, on yeah, the house yeah, show yeah, circuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll just, she'll just be like, look, 
I'm a tag team specialist now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I be. got Nixon here to hang out with because that's not good, man. <laughs> Where am I going from here in hiding? See, look at that. The alley-oop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Shannon Baszler totally bullied the crap out of her during oh, this interview. Yes. It was terrifying. I was scared, too. Yeah, me too. Next up, we had another a, Kona Reeves video another package. Another Keanu Reeves video package with his... <laughs> I swear, doesn't he have like a wonk eye as one of his eyes going in? <laughs> I didn't notice. I'll watch next week when they I replay. I think it is. Uh, Lacey Evans video package. <laughs> oh, I missed this one. I like her, though. Yes. Time Traveler, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. True Quantum Leaper, Lacey yes. Evans. Well, the, is it Quantum Leaper or Time Traveler? It can't well, be both. Well, it's Evil Leaper. All right. Well, Quantum Leaper was. Kind of, but it's just like not your body going through time. It's just more like your, I don't know what you call it, not so your soul, but. Uh. I, so I always thought it was like your brain pattern. Yeah. Whatever comprises like your brain stuff. Your brain waves and such. Get switched, get yeah. swapped. But they never really did explain it. Yeah, but your body's not I don't think. going forward or backward. Right time. now, this is just time traveler. Yeah. Uh, next, what was supposed to be our main event, Johnny Gargano taking on Aleister Black for the NXT title. We totally knew going into this. I didn't even need to look at spoilers to this understand that. Happen. That's a takeover match, so this was going to be a Wonkai match. Yeah, and uh, speaking of Wonkai, Tom, Tommaso Ciampa attacks Gargano on the match. It looks like he has his face taped together. He's got it some does. of that rock tape. It does. It's great. All around his yeah. right eye, I think. Yeah. It was great. Where do you, kayfabe-wise, where did Tommaso Ciampa get his Johnny Gargano shirt from? Because he, he ain't paying for that, though, right? No, he just went to the merch table and grabbed it. <laughs> he just stole it. Yeah. Yeah, you waited till uh, he was somebody. Or he was, took it out of Johnny's locker. I, I like that one, too, yeah. There you go. This whole sequence was amazing. There was a lot going yeah, on Yeah, wait till here. we get to the, the ambulance area, because that, that's what really entertained me. So, uh, Ciampa attacks Gargano, beats the heck out of him, hits him with the running knee against the LED panel on the stage. Decides that's not enough. Oh, before that, they start fighting on the announce table. Yeah, and yeah, then the yeah. running knee spot. Yeah, and then uh, Champa hits like a white noise type move off the stage onto a table below. Yeah, medical staff comes out. Candice comes out. They put Johnny on a stretcher. They take him through uh, full sail. And at some point, Cassius Ono hold on a materializes. Second. You're zooming through a lot here. Number one, when he when he kneed his head into the LED panel, uh-huh. that section of panel started buzzing like it was a freaking. Uh, old school uh tv it had color bars it had fake color bars and stuff stuff like that i thought that was well done candace larate did they just bring her in to be concerned wife no she because next week i know she doesn't she had one last week but the number of times this lady's had to come out no i know and be concerned over her freaking husband who keeps on getting murdered by champa yeah is ridiculous yes so then like you said they stretch her him out they go through the backstage area one of the one of the trainers the dude wearing so it wasn't the ref. The ref was super in character. Yeah. There was one segment where they were backstage and they were wheeling him. They hadn't gone outside yet. The dude with the yellow shirt had laughing. He looked like he was about to bust out laughing. And I don't know what was so damn funny or why he just, I mean, the situation is yeah, funny, funny because yeah. he knows that like, you know, and where did Teddy Long come from? You didn't know Teddy Long. No, I didn't, you notice, didn't Teddy. notice that. No. Oh my God. Teddy Long, his face just entered in the frame. He was like, Come on, get the get the neck brace on him, playa. He didn't say playa, but I swear he's on the verge of it. Teddy Long is there. I'm telling, dude. I'm telling you now. I got to bring it up. Now I got to bring it yeah, up. Yeah, bring it up. Um, no, but I noticed backstage about halfway through that Cassius Ono just just teleported into the scene, holding. He was standing opposite of Candace on <laughs> either totally side did. of Johnny. He totally you know, like holding on to him like he's gonna be okay, Johnny. Like yeah. it seems like uh, Chris Hero's primary role in XT. <laughs> Is the is to make people better and they get hurt. Is Chris when, compassion now? Yeah, yeah. Because when uh, Nakamura hurt his knee, first person in the locker room, Cassius Ono. Yeah, exactly. It's, all good. it's gonna be good, man. Not like this, man. Not like not this. like this. Not like this, man. So, anyways, they go, they wheel him towards the ambulance, and just kind of moseying by, carrying his title as Alistair Black. Why okay. is he a gorilla? So why isn't he a gorilla? Why isn't he a gorilla right now? That's a long walk, and yeah, ten minutes ago he should have been there. I know. Oh, my. I was dying laughing, dude. I was dying laughing at that one. I was um, dying. So, so they, get, they get Johnny in the ambulance. They say, Candace, sitting back with him. Um, uh, like, just prior, Alistair gets one look at what's going on and gets, like, even more angry face. Yeah. Walks towards the, the arena. Yeah. Ambulance pulls off. Camera pans up. And then you see uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Who had made his way up to the top, top of a production truck. Yeah. Waving by. Yeah. 
pull it up. I'm trying to. So anyways, Alistair Black storms into the full sail, gets a mic, and starts to call out Champa. Instead, he's interrupted by Sandy. Sandy walks to the ring. Eric Young. Okay, right there. Isn't that Teddy Long? No. Man, his voice. Oh, you're right. Look at that. It's not Teddy Long. Man, his voice sounded exactly like him, though, I swear. Oh, no, that dude's got guns on him. Never mind. That hell looked like Teddy Long. I was watching on my freaking 70-inch, too. Look like freaking Teddy Long, and he sounded exactly like him, except this is like Jack Teddy Long. Anyways, anyways, sound like anyways, Eric Young grabs a mic, um, and in the most indirect way possible, says he wants to fight Alistair Black. Mm-hmm. And Alistair holds up the belt, and says, "You want this? Mm-hmm. Let's have a match. Yeah, impromptu title match. Yeah, we all knew where this was going. Yeah, but it was, it was a solid match. It was no, fun. it was a, it was no, it was, it was a really good match." And it made me wonder why they didn't do this ages ago with like somebody else. And whenever, I don't know, maybe Drew had the title or something. Um, and uh, yeah, but no, by the end, of course, Eric Young eats, eats black mass. And then uh, what's his face? Alexander Wolf runs in. He eats black mass. And of course, Killian Dane then runs in. He, eats, he picks up Alistair Black, who then yeah, gets yeah, down, yeah. gives him black mass. Yeah. They all quantum leap to SmackDown Live. Yeah, we'll see him next week. So, yeah. So yeah, I don't fun know, episode. Super fun episode. So much to talk about there. Charvel Myers says, "Did you all notice the ambulance said non-emergencies and wheelchairs on the side?" <laughs> That's great. It was. And thank you. It was NWO Teddy Long, man. I'm telling you, it's when he like he shouted like, "Put the neck brace on" or something like that. And I swear it was in such Teddy Long cadence that I couldn't get that out of my head. And I was just staring. I was like, "Is he?" And so I just had it in my head. I was like. Is he a trainer there now? What's going on with that? Anyways. NWO Teddy Long. You want to answer some questions, Steve? Yes. Um, the cat, Daryl Takahashi, when you see Velveteen Dream getting called up? After next mania. There seems to be uh, some debate over that. And if there is debate on that, like backstage, then I, I'd figure it might be as soon as SummerSlam. Could be. Um, Here we go. Jose GGR, why of all the possible contenders do you think Kalisto won? Uh, It'll be a good match. Because, well, I th- okay, so here's the thing. They would all be good matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the most fun competitor yeah, yeah, yeah. on the thing, and he's a face, and it's going to be a fun time, so th- that's why. Um, I'm a Larson Mark, Liam Brown, with WWE hinting at women's tag titles on social media and the previously rumored cruiserweight tag titles still a possibility. Do you think there will be too many championships if both these are created? But wouldn't get title mean as excuse me mean as much if there are so many of them? Yeah, I think it'll be fine. I think that you know it's not a redundancy like another men's singles title. It's yeah, not like yeah, they're bringing yeah, back yeah, the yeah. men's TV title yeah, or something exactly, like that. The hardcore title or something. So like that. So I think it'll be fine. It'll give more TV time to more people, and I mm-hmm. think that's important these days. Uh, bronze grappling hook. What are some WWE matches you've never seen? And you're fine if you never see them. I kind of feel well. It's weird. Like, I kind of want to see the King of the Ring 93, Yokozuna, Hulk Hogan, but knowing the finish involves an exploding camera. Doesn't that make it more must-see? Yes and no. (laughs) What are some WWE we've never seen, and you're fine if we've never seen them? Isn't he talking about, like, potential matches that have never happened, and you're fine if we've never seen them? Uh, Who... Like, what's a Brock dream match that, like, I could kind of do without? Like, I feel like, okay, I'll put it this way. I feel like if they did Brock versus Shinsuke right now, it's like, okay, well, that should be cool, but it's probably not going to be cool because it's going to be exactly what we expect from Brock Mm -hmm. these days. So I think any Brock dream match outside of, like, Finn versus Brock, that would have to be interesting because it's Finn and he's small. You know what I mean? So I feel like any Brock match is something I don't really have to see right yeah. now. Excessively saccharine Mark of Steel. What pair of workers in 205 Live have the best chemistry and storytelling together, and why is it Gulak and Nice? I think it's Gulak and Ali. Yeah. I think that's that's for sure. Yeah. They can always call back to the extensive history between them. And it's, I think it's too early to tell with Buddy Murphy, but I think he's going to click with at least one person on the roster, mm-hmm. and, and it's going to be terrific. Who did he have that fan? His debut oh, match was with Davari. Who was it after that? Uh, Ali. Yeah, it was. Oh, that's it right. It was Ali. And it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jimmy. Oh, James. Not Jimmy. Page. 
Would you guys like to start seeing the Cruiserweight title being defended at NXT TakeOvers? Personally, I think they would put on much better matches there as opposed to main roster. They would put on better matches, but um, considering the Cruiserweights are part of the Raw roster still, even though they're rarely on, it kind of necessitates... On. They're on main event, apparently. Yeah, apparently it kind of necessitates the Cruiserweight title being defended on main roster pay-per-views. Is, is main event a Raw sub-show? Yeah, or is it, a, so. is it a co-branded no, sub-show? No, I think it must be Raw because it's shot before Raw. Oh, oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um, I'd rather have the United Kingdom title defended on takeovers regularly. I think that'd be fantastic. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, it, I'll put it this way. I would like to see the, the UK championship on takeovers as long as there's stories on NXT leading up to it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to just toss it on there to toss it on there. Um no, I'd actually, I'd like to see, no, I think the Cruiserweight Championship needs to be defended on pay-per-views, yep. on main roster pay-per-views, yeah. and I would like them to have their own quarterly specials, mm-hmm. or like, you know, start off with an annual special. Um, Baron the Cat Taxidermist, who is going to be the Iron Man, this is something we didn't do in our prop bets, Iron Man, the longest, largest, most exhausting. It's in the Friendoverse one, though. No, but we didn't do. Did we do a prop bet and who's going to last the longest? In the- you and I did not, but in the Friendo oh, versus gotcha, Championship gotcha. match, there it's there. Um, and I think I went with my Iron Man's going to be. Did I say? I gave Orton one of them. I forget what I said now. Who do you think the Iron Man's going to be? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Look at the list of announced. It will not be Daniel Bryan. It will not be Braun Strowman. Where's my damn previous? Previous. Hmm. I'm not sure our good friend Vinny Elliott's going to have that title very long. Oh, yeah. This is a tough one. Oh, here we go. Uh, I said, yeah, I have the Rumble Iron Man as Orton. I've got most eliminations as Braun. Shortest time in the match, I have Kurt Hawkins. I mean, I don't know. That's, that's pretty easy. Yeah, that's well, that's the odds anyways. I'm going to say my Iron Man is going to be Elias. Really? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Most eliminations, well, yeah, Braun and shortest. Who do you think is going to be uh Coming out one and two. I'd like to see Owens and Zayn as one and two. Yeah, that'd be great. I think that'd be good. Just kind of hang out for a couple minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to be eliminated the soonest? Yeah, you can't go wrong with Kurt Hawkins. That's a safe I have Daniel Bryan as my number 50. Yeah, he's going to be be in it. 48, 49, or 50. Sparingly. And And Braun's going to come out in the early 40s. uh, Early 40s? Okay, I could see that. Eliminate the field. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And I can see Cass being the one that eliminates Daniel Bryan. Braun Strowman's your winner. You're wrong. It's going to be Daniel Bryan winning. Uh, see about that. Auntie <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hamalalanian. I so apologize for probably butchering your name. Power rank. Five other wrestlers. Uh, five other wrestlers than Adam Cole who are slimier than. Oh, yeah. Mauro Ronell, slimier than John Cena at the Kids' Choice Award. Oh, yeah. Said that about Adam Cole. <coughs> Who's slimy? I feel like Keanu, Kona Reeves is slimy. <laughs> Just via those promos. What does finest mean, anyways? NXT's well, finest. Yeah, I know, but he doesn't. He's, <coughs> Excuse me. I feel like he's number one. He's slimy. Who else is slimy? I'm trying to think who uh, is, is, is typically pretty underhanded. You know who has. Uh, damp hands Dakota Kai because she gets scared and she gets clammy hands yeah 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 Yeah. okay number two so that's kind of slimy who who else cheats a lot like heels that cheat well I mean Tino's move with Riddick was pretty slimy there you go he's slimy who cheats a lot I get the feeling Killian Dane is just physically slimy well, he's hairy. Yeah. What well, his hair always looks like it's matted with something. That's because he probably they probably have to, he does the baby oil too. Slimy. Yeah. Slimy. I don't think he meant like physically. 
Well, I think there's it's open to interpretation. All right, man. fine. Fine, you toss out an answer. Well, I was trying to think of people who cheat, who are cheaters. Underhanded tactics. Tell me Otis isn't freaking slimy. He's slimy. Whatever. Still haven't heard a... Oh, that'd be great. Huh. CM Punk finds an assaulting says, can we please get Candice LeRae versus Ciampa? Oh, that'd be good. That'd be awesome. Um, Liam Wagner, WWE Karaoke Night is coming to life. What superstars sing at this event to the following songs? First song, Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Wait, what? Karaoke Night, WWE Karaoke Night. So they pony up for the, the rights to these oh. songs, and so their talents can sing these songs. So Liam Wagner wants them to sing. So we need to figure out who's going to sing yes. these songs. Yes. Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi, The Undisputed Era. Good. That's Oh, that's easy. That's good. Yeah. Um, welcome to the Jungle. Who do you think you'll really high like, That's Axel? what I'm thinking, too. Dolph. Oh, good one. That's good. Uh, Mother by Danzig. Mother. I mean, Aiden English is too obvious. So you've got that baritone. Yeah, I know, but I'd like to hear that. Yeah, That'd be, be good. good. I like that one. It's good. Um, you've got another thing coming by Judas Priest. I feel like Braun could probably do that one. No, that might be okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Braun would do Mother really well. Oh no, Gender has to do Mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good. Um, Aiden, Aiden English could do Pearl Jam's Alive. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. And finally, Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. Our truth, right? John Cena. Okay. How about they both do it? There you go. There you go. And they can recreate that little scene between Coolio and Michelle Pfeiffer. In the music video. In the music video. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Suplex Casey. I like this question. In two years. In two years. Two years. Which title will have a better legacy? The NXT North American title or the Universal Championship? North American title. Yeah, in terms of course. quality of the matches that are that, that, that are involved in that title, then yeah, North Absolutely. American title. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. Mower of Lawns, Alex C. How can Alistair Black possibly beat Sanity? Because there are three many of them. Would you like some ice cream? Yeah. You know what I really want to do? Hmm. If I keep on pushing that in-joke, which I probably will, I get making Alistair Black... Uh, parody shirt uh-huh. you know it's got all like the weird cult looking occult type stuff yeah like, yeah stuff on it but just make it ice cream based yeah three many flavors three many flavors that's good <laughs> North Texas Haas Patrick Beals hey friendos you ever see WWE creating a faction that travels across brands like two to three guys and girls on Raw two to three on Smackdown two to three NXT oh I'd love that yeah I think, I think that'd be great that'd be fantastic I, I doubt they'll ever do it but I think it'd be fantastic yeah Unretired Dwayne Nix, are we all worthy enough for Kyle O'Reilly? No, and not especially worthy. not Roderick Strong, who's just interfering. You say <coughs> that now. In a month, you'll love it. I don't like it. You'll I'm love not it. Gonna love it. Oh, great question. Embryonic reflection. In the spirit of the Gulak lingerie bathrobe. All right, because it's still it's still that. What are some of the worst entrance attires you've seen? I'll be honest. Mrs. Mania entrance attire this year was terrible. It was the goggles. The goggles and the headband. Yeah. I mean, the, the jacket was fine. Yeah, it was the But goggles. it was bad. It was really bad. I mean, one of the worst favorite ones was uh, Triple H's Terminator Hunter slash Terminator. Yeah, it was just confusing. It was confusing because why would a Terminator, I mean, hunt, ter- hunt Terminator. I mean, if he's programmed to do that, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. But still, it's confusing. It is confusing. I'm not a fan of uh, Bludgeon Brothers' whole mm. getup. Although Luke Harper's uh, well, mask is kind of neat. Yeah, but well, like, yeah. I'm, I guess I'm okay with it. I'm not I'm, into it. It's not into the whole. It's theatrics, man. No, I know. You know how I feel about theatrics. Like empty theatrics just don't do anything for me. Let me ask you something. What? what? How did you, you've seen the video? Although we weren't watching at the time. You've seen the video of Okada and his dinosaur, right? Well, that's just funny. <laughs> I know, but again, theatrics, and do you want the Rainmaker to be a comedy act? No, no, no. I don't know the backstory why there was a dinosaur up there. I feel like they're really 
I mean, it'd be cool if there was a backstory, but I don't think it's necessary. He's the rainmaker. He comes out with a dinosaur. Yeah, but I mean, there's a reason they had him come out with a dinosaur. I just want to know what that reason is. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think there would be a reason? Yeah. They would just have him come out, come out to, to for a match with a dinosaur? Well, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. I understand. I always feel like there's going to be something more to it. What possible story? Like some sort of uh, product integration or something? I don't know. Were they promoting Jurassic Park? I don't know. I don't know either, man. I'm just, I'm trying to speculate what that could have been. Yeah, I don't know. But there's got to be more to the story than just uh, someone thought it'd be a great idea to have a dinosaur up there when Okada comes out. Because it seems like a very left field idea. Yeah. Like way out of left field. It is, I know. Unless there's a purpose behind it. I honestly kind of feel like they probably just saw that somewhere else and were like, we should do that for us. And Okada was like, I can argue with that. Do we need a story behind it? No, it's a dinosaur. Because at the end of the day, he gets the ring, does the pose, money rains down, it's still Okada. <laughs> exactly. Do I need a story beyond, hey, I got a dinosaur. What do you got? Kenny Omega's got his little cardboard hat and a little cardboard gun. Trying to be Mega Man or whoever he's trying to be. Who was he trying to be in that? Um, it, was some, it was a character from Destiny, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. He's a backup off that gaming stuff, man. Maybe uh, uh, Okada's a, a huge fan of the song Walk the Dinosaur by Was Not Was. <laughs> was Not Was. There you go. Maybe that's why, Steve. The appropriately named Mark. What's the more likely reason for the Buddy Murphy not making weight angle? One, he has visa issues and can't travel. Or two, the plan is for him to take the title on his first attempt, tempt, but wants Cedric to notch up a successful title defense or two along the way. Uh, maybe. Yeah, uh, number one. But I always like thinking about that and stuff in kayfabe. Yeah. You know? Like, he just had a couple muffins that week. A couple, three many muffins. <laughs> I get three. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. What is that? I'm trying to find show? out. I'm trying to find out why uh, Okada was walking out with a dinosaur. <clears throat> Does anybody in chat know? They're all talking about three many flavors. <laughs> Stevie Bradley just said, hey, everyone, how many flavors? Everybody says three many. So new beginning in Osaka against Hiroki Goto. Was Goto a big mark for dinosaurs? Did he call himself? I don't know. Was Goto like Turok or something? He had the, the dinosaur and the giant sword. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that dinosaur was way bigger than I remember it being. Yeah, I know. I thought it was like man-sized. I thought he was coming out with like a velociraptor. Like man in suit, right? <laughs> yeah, like a dude. Well, this, is, this looks like a velociraptor, but it's humongous. That's not like a T-Rex head, and T-Rex didn't have... It's like a young T-Rex. No, because T-Rex, never. they don't have fingers that Man, long. Man, he found a way to make a freaking giant velociraptor. That's yeah. the That's the most terrifying dinosaur then. It really is. You can watch Jurassic. You're going to take the kids to go see Jurassic World 2? No. The second one? Jurassic World is not a good movie. It's fun, though. And no. When, when you've re- no, it wasn't fun. It was, mani- it was frustrating. It was maddie. It whoa, made me mad. Whoa, really? Maddingly frustrating. You're so grumpy, man. Bama loved that shit. That's fine. So I had to watch it like 50 times. So eventually, eventually I grew to, uh, to love it. I'll take her to the second one. She keeps on bugging me whenever she's a preview for it. She's like, I want to go there. I'm like, you don't want to go there. Trust me, you don't want to go there. But that's her way of saying, I want to go see that. Go see the movie. Have you taken her to see a movie in the theater yet? Mm-hmm, yeah. All right. Yeah. One time she loved it, one time she got freaked out, but that was on me because we went in late. If she's in there, if she goes in there and like just sits down in advance when the lights are on, then she's totally cool. If you try to sneak in there, like especially at shitty Sunrise Mall theaters, like while the movie's already on, she does not like it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Is that it for questions? I think that's it for questions. That's probably our show today. Anyway. That's it for now. Thank you all. Appreciate it. Oh, man. I got to find the music here. It's the NXT episode, so I can can take some extra time. Hilton, where's the music? Where did I put it again? Out music? What is it called? Music fix? I don't know. Music? Just put in music. Oh, here we go. Going into our outro music. Fix. Is this playing now? There we go. There's some music for you. Music. Anyways. 
Thanks for watching. We appreciate Thanks, everybody. it. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.